one thing straight. There's a lot of hate. Shit's so fucking fake. Everybody's on the take. Trust is fuck. Relationships suck. Niggas is whack. Bitches is hacked. The fucking world has been attacked. These are the motherfucking facts. Get your mind right. Stay mindful for the rest of your life. You want clearance? Cause and interference. Stop picking up them breadcrumbs. Don't succumb. Don't feel hunger. Be great. Be unapologetic. Welcome to Unapologetic, Season 4, Episode 8, The Ultimate Quarantine Playlist. How long we been stuck in the crib, y'all? About a year and some change. I know some of y'all have continued to travel and live y'all best lives despite the peanut butter sandwich we've been in, and that's cool. I love that for y'all. But others of us have spent the majority working and trying not to lose our minds during this bullshit. I've been rocking with the mantra of just because the world is falling apart don't mean I got to. And so far, I guess it's been working? I don't know. But what I do know is music, like always, has been getting me through. And this has been an incredible time for music, thankfully. This is always the hardest episode for me to release because I have such a vast taste in music. But one thing for sure and two things for certain. My ear is the fuck good. And if you haven't been up to speed musically, I'm here to get you to the finish line. Let's get straight into it with the project that has the number 10 spot. Lucky, almost there. I crank this album a lot and I'm only giving it the number 10 spot because I wished it was longer. But despite that, Shorty had plenty of hits on this motherfucker. Pick a flaw, unlimited, pure love slash hate. I mean, you can really play this motherfucker all the way through and not skip. Very dope to see how much he's evolved from body high and alternative trap up until now. The number nine spot goes to Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels. Another album you can play straight through, has a great storyline and flow to match, but ended just a little too abruptly for me. Now don't get me wrong, she definitely finished her thoughts detailing the private and intimate moments of womanhood and how society's constant criticisms can make things worse. But I would have loved to hear one more skit and song with just her, giving us her own backstory in the raw, just like the other ones we'd heard. All in all though, my girl rocked that bitch. Number eight, we have Nas, King Disease 2. A very Nas, well-balanced project unlike that seven song shit he let Kanye finesse him into doing. For the first time in a while, he sounded like himself. The material was very focused and true to him and not him trying too hard to be relevant. Nas is a legend, a lyricist and true pioneer in the game. I like to see him flex his lyrical muscles far more than I enjoy hearing him ride in some trendy beat. And plus, he brought out our dear sister Lauren Hill for a fire-ass double team on Nobody. Up next at number seven, we have Snow Allegra, Temporary Highs in the Violent Sky. 
I love when artists step outside of their sound and try something different. And Snow definitely showcased her versatility in the best way with this project. I was getting a little bored with her somber love songs, and this project brightened her up for me. I also love Tyler little creator's work on this album and the minimal need of features that she used to her advantage. Number six, we have my favorite band in the whole wide world, Hiatus Coyote and their album, Mood Valiant. I'm telling y'all, I have never heard a song and instantly started to like the people that made it until I heard Nakamura a few years back. I was Googling them, following them on Instagram, and for sure thought they was black with all the soulful beats they incorporate into their songs. But they ain't y'all, they from Australia. Mood Valiant is bringing back feel-good music. Music you can play anywhere at any time to uplift your mood and satisfy your ears. They really don't ever miss and this project was no different. Number five, which is really the toss-up slot, goes to Isaiah Rashad, The House Is Burning. I've been waiting on this project since I first heard Labature and Headshots for the Locals. I figured this would hold me over until Kendrick dropped and brought TDE back on top, but it still got me antsy, although my boy delivered. This album felt a lot more personal to him and talked about different aspects of dark thoughts and violence. Don't Shoot is my favorite song on this project and has my vote for most likely to be heard on an upcoming gun violence commercial. The number four draft pick goes to No Limits Finest G Herbo's 25. This nigga Herb really two for two, coming off of his run with PTSD. At first, I felt like he dropped too fast and didn't let his last album really marinate. But I'm glad he didn't because honestly, I just might love the songs on 25 more than I do PTSD. I mean, from the moment I played Mad Max, I knew Shorty did not come to play. He gave us 19 tracks of nothing but straight heat and bars that made you think. Number three goes to Tyler the Creator with Call Me If You Get Lost. Tyler proved to us that he is not to be fucked with in any way, as a rapper, as a producer, or just as that nigga. He got his foot on everybody's neck. Who doesn't love a DJ drama hosting paired with ballads and turn up music? I ain't never heard DJ drama host anything else that speaks so beautifully about life's turmoil and the necessary need to pop your shit. I really hope he wins something for this also because he's played the background for too long and it's time for him to get the flowers he truly deserves. Speaking of flowers, we have a newcomer to the list with Baby Keem's Melodic Blue and number two. I was really shocked at this project. Of course, I heard Hooligan and Orange Soda and felt impressed, but that was exemplified when I heard this album. He showed lyrical skill, influence, contrast, and let his big cousin Kendrick pop his shit. Ain't no way you can say Shorty is not goaded. I'm really excited to see what he does next because this could be a very hard album to beat, but I believe Keem might have it in him. The number one most hated and most debated album of this year goes to none other than Donda. You know who made it, so I ain't even gotta say it. 
this might be a super biased opinion considering the fact that I did go to the listening party, but this is my show so I can do what I want. This album resonated with me deeply. It came at a time in my life where I had started doing all the hard work that needed to be done. I grieved, I moved, I quit, I lost friends, I lost my mind and got it all back and then some. This album made me remember that although there's still a lot of work to be done, I am still on the path to greatness. All thanks to the higher power and my ancestors that continue to guide me through and make me new. There you have it y'all, the ultimate quarantine playlist of 2021. Hopefully I won't have to make another one of these for next year and you motherfuckers actually start to wash your hands and be safe out here so the world can get its shit back together. Not that it ever has had its shit together, but I digress. I am your host Juicy J and you already know what the fuck going on.